So fitness of the spirit can be like pride, envy, unforgiveness, jealousy, hidden jealousy, everything that has to do with your heart that men cannot see. That is the filthiness of the spirit. And I read my Bible. And the Bible said, God does not look at the outward appearance of men. But God looks at the heart. So if you are that person that is preparing to meet the Lord, I'm telling you, you must embrace the love of God. The love of God must come to dwell in your heart. Listen. This love it is the very nature of Jesus Christ. The Bible said, when we were yet sinners, Christ came to die for us. He looked beyond. And if you read further, the Bible said, the love of God constrain us. So when you love, you will truly forgive. When you love, you will show mercy. When you love, you will not be proud. When you love, you will not remember evil of yesterday. Am I communicating? When you love, you will not be puffed up. You will not be selfish. It has nothing to do with ministration. It has everything to do with character. Jesus began to say. He said, "Many will say unto me on that day, I have cast out devils. I have prophesied. I have done all these things in thy name. And I will say unto them, Depart from me, you that walk in iniquity. I never knew you. So that new day." is intimacy with God. The iniquity there is the filthiness of the spirit and the filthiness of the flesh. Hallelujah. May God help us. May God help us. So, purity is very important. The Bible said, who will ascend unto the east of God? Who will come to the holy place? Who, that means who can move from here and go there? Because anytime we reach God, we actually are saying, He that has a pure heart and a clean hands. Your hands stand for what you do. And your heart stands for why you are doing it. People preach the gospel, there are people that preach it because of faith. Why do you preach? Why do you preach? Why do you pray? Why do you sing? Why do you come to church? Your action may be right, but your intention may be wrong. Praise Master Jesus. Purity. 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 For blessed are the pure in heart. For they shall see God. Some of you, you need to go back to your sister today. 
and go apologize. Some of you need to go back to your brothers and go and apologize. Some of you have to go back to your mother and go and apologize. Some of you have to go back to your husband and say, Honey, I'm sorry. Some of you have to go back to your wife and say, I am sorry. Some of you have to go back and confess your sin. The filthiness of the spirit, the place that man cannot see, that God alone can see. Christ will come back. Yes. Amen. If your eyes is open to the realms of the spirit, every sin is like a big bag, like this speaker. You don't see it. See, all the sins have been forgiven. But the manifestation of the forgiveness will never express itself until you confess. <laughs> Until you confess and repent and, and, and become free. Praise Master Jesus. Are you ready to meet him? Are you ready to meet him? Are you ready to meet Jesus? Praise Master Jesus. Let me tell you. Long time ago, the Lord once told me. He said, love does not remember evil. That the reason, this is what I'm about to say, he said, God told me, you may not find it in the Bible, you may also find it. He said, the reason why God gave us the Bible and exposed all the sins of the patriarchs. It was for our examples. It's for us to know what is wrong and what is right. But in heaven, David was an adulterer and in heaven is a holy man. That everything David sin is not with him. Everybody you see in heaven, their sins are forgiven. The Bible says, Blessed are those who did, the Lord did not impute iniquity. So when God accepts you, He remove all your sins. He remove it completely. Because He loves you. And when He have removed it, Nobody can hide it. That is why he told Peter. When he tells Peter that keep and eat, Peter said, I've never eaten unclean things since I was born. But God said, Never call what I'm clean unclean. Am I communicating? So I want to encourage you. Eh? Try and look like him. We should try and look like him. Be be supernatural. Let people go in your heart. Don't envy people. Don't jealous. Forgive. Let go. You can. It can be your father. Forgive him. It can be your mother. Forgive him. Sometimes it looks so awkward, some certain things I cannot see. There was a woman by the name Joyce Meyers. The father, his own father, we put him on a car. 
drove him to the bush and abused her. His own biological father. Many times. Many times. Time. That the death was more than a trauma. More than a trauma. More than a curse. More than abomination. More than a taboo. When he wants to start ministry, God told her, Go and forgive your father. He said, When you forgive him, to me that's not a forgiveness. That was God speaking to her. God said, To show you are forgiving, you have to take care of him. And you have to take care of all his beasts and take care of his life. You said, hey, because by the flesh, if you're in the spirit, you understand how spirits think. We have, we have quoted this scripture so many times. Jesus did not rise up for Stephen because Stephen preached. He did not. Stephen, he went to. You know where he went to? He went to Samaria. The Bible said there was joy in the whole city of Samaria because there was a man that bewitched Samaria. Philip went. Stephen went. They preached. Only apostles respond to them. Now Jesus. For when they were stoning to death. In his bruise. And beating. He was praying for the one that was beating him. And said, God, this sin. Don't lay it in their charge. In another word, forgive them. The Bible said Christ stood. That, that stand, honestly, it was a salute. Yes, it was a salute. It's respect. Because he actually equalized what Christ did at the cross. Hallelujah. Let your heart be pure. Let our heart be pure. The sin of the flesh we have amplified and ignored the sin of the spirit. Many of us we love those who mistakenly fornicate. We use to cover pride. We use to cover envy and hatred. We must repent. We must repent. We must keep our heart pure. Before I go to the next point, never forget external sin and internal sin. External sin is like fornication. Anything that satisfies your flesh. Some people will just sleep and wake up and say, Which what? I'm, I'm going to get another piercing now. I'll deal with that another time. Baby Scar, it's a spirit talking to you, you don't know. 
Yes. Yes. Spirit talking to you. You know why? Anything that does not have the foundation of God was not initiated by God. It was initiated by His Spirit. Amen. Amen. Some of them is even tattooing. Just draw yourself, draw yourself. It is self, it is flesh. It is self glorifying. Hallelujah. Now, but the sin of the spirit, the cure to it, is genuine love. The love that comes from God. Because it's only because of love that Christ came to die for sinners. Amen. It is when we love the way God loves, that is when our heart can be pure. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. The second point. Have you learned something in the first point? You have learned something clear for Jesus. Number two. How do you know that you are prepared for God? Everybody shout the spirit. Shout it again. The spirit. Listen to me. The spirit of God is the Jesus that is in you. In Galatians chapter 4, verse 6, the Bible said, Because ye are sons, the spirit of song have come to do what dwell in you. Can you put it for me? Galatians 4, 6. Because ye are sons, 4, 6, I said, yes. And because ye are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your heart, crying, Abba, Father. So, it is the Holy Spirit within us is an evidence that we are the sons of God. We must maintain the spirit. It's very serious. We have heard it many times. We must maintain the spirit. See, how do you maintain the spirit? You must have fellowship with the spirit. You must make time for that. You must be conscious of that. That the Holy Spirit, without Him, we are not each other. Hallelujah. The Bible said, the Spirit Himself bared witness with our spirit that we are the sons of God. Witness. 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 Listen to me. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the Jesus in us. Please never forget this. God will send Jesus to come to Jesus. God cannot do anything with you. He can only do with himself that he found in you. How many of him is in you? How much of him do you carry? 
As a matter of fact, it is the him in you that responds to him. The Bible says he that is born of the spirit is what? The Bible says that he that is born of the spirit. He that is born of the spirit is Amen. So the Holy Spirit. And I will teach you this. How are you filled with the Spirit? The Bible says, we should not be drunk with wine, which is in essence, but we should be filled with the Spirit. He said, singing melody to ourselves with all spiritual songs. Ephesians chapter 5. If I'm not mistaken, maybe from verse 16. I want to teach you something here. Yes. Be not drunk with wine. Wait first. You see, anytime people drink wine, they are looking for joy. They, they want to be merry. They want something to influence them to become merryful, to become joyful, to forget their sorrow. Somebody that is influenced by wine, at that moment, he will forget everything that is thinking. That is why when people are sad, they want to go and drink. Am I communicating? Now, the Bible is teaching us here that the wine of God is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has a dimension that operated in you that is the very opposite of how wine operates. The Holy Spirit is in many dimensions. Like a wind, like a water, like a fire, like a wine, and etc. The one that comes like a wine bring the joy of the Spirit. Bring the joy of the Lord. Now, the word of God is saying, you should not drink wine. Let me say it in my own way. Which is in essence. But be filled with the Spirit. If you go to verse 19, we'll tell you how. It says, speak it to yourselves. In Psalms. And hymns. And spiritual song. Now wait. This is the reason. Why I don't like gospel song that have gospel lyrics but worldly sound. The sound is the real music. Not the word. So when I'm doing ministration, they will just sing. I say no. Not this one. Because if the sound behind the lyrics is not bad from the spirit, there are angels that will not respond to that song. Listen there. One day, I was doing deliverance. See, you know, like my voice, a little bit. That day was much. After many prayers, I started using sound to do deliverance. 
Yes. Yeah. I look at the person. I just make a sound in my spirit. I don't even talk. And the person is manifesting. Because it is not just the thing that you just say. Sound are bent out of the realms of the spirit. There was one song they used to sing. When they are doing party. The song will be saying, Baba God, God, God. Ah, see, what is this? And you will see Christian will be doing like this. I said, Do you think angels dance like this? I said, What is this? Don't think about it yourself. And don't be crazy, eh? So, here is the truth. You see, sounds, eh? It's a serious spiritual song. You see, hymns, eh? It's a serious, serious spiritual song. And spiritual song. Now, what is their spiritual song? I will explain it. A song that the Holy Spirit let out. And the lyrics is exactly the word of God. My wife, she is very good in song. And she loves songs. When the first time I heard of Donzi, it was Mama. She was singing, no, the song was playing. And she was singing along. And I told her that, ah, I said, this, this song is very good. He said, why? The reason why she said why, I'm very hard to convince. So, I will listen to the lyrics and the sound. And that guy, there is no one song that he has that they are not scriptures. All his songs, I have read them before in the Bible. All. The song when he sang that, first it was fragrance. I have preached it before, no time. That when we pray, it's first fragrance. Then it turned to fire. What is the fragrance? It is the smoke that is released. If you stay in that smoke, the smoke turned to fire. Amen. So let's get it right. Hallelujah. Spiritual song. Singing. And making melody in your heart to the Lord. So one of the way to get the spirit into you is singing spiritual songs. Whenever you sing, you are calling spirits. Whenever you sing, you are calling spirit. So if it is the spirit of the Lord you want to call, you sing holy songs. Why? The Bible said, God inhabits the praise of his people. So if you want God to start to live here, just sing holy songs. 
Just sing holy songs. Can I tell you a mystery? If this person is a singer, and he's standing here, and he just decided to be singing holy song, and he did not move, and he just singing holy song, as he sang it and sing it for hours, God will travel and come and meet him there. And when God meet him, God will kill the sin. Yes. And take him over. If this person claims to be a righteous man and he's singing evil songs, if he continues singing it, the devil will come to, come to him because songs actually cause spirits. You see, when they are doing gay parade, the first day that they are starting, they will carry all those big, big truck. All the big, big truck. They will load some kind of instrument on it. Then you hear it. I'm not laughing, no. I'm a spiritual man, no. Know what they are doing? They are inviting Satan to the city. It is the open. They come to open the gate for him to come. That's what they are doing. That's what they do. Yes. They will call him, so call him by making hellish melody. So, if an innocent girl or boy just go and play in city that day, that evil spirit will die more. People become gays and homos and all kind of things. One, when they go and participate, just having fun. Two, when they go to like Beyonce concert. Three, when they go to Lil Wing concert. Because what they do, when they do those concerts, when they release those sounds, spirit comes from hell to invade everybody that is there. That's what is happening. Same thing. When the revivalist is in town, a true revivalist, when he release sounds and speak, angels, the Holy Spirit will invade the place. You will see people fall under the power. And when they go home, somebody that was not praying before, all of a sudden, we start praying. I remember those days. Those days. When the revivalist will come, first day, second day. After the conference is finished, I'm just at work. I'm at work. You'll be seeing my spirit. I'll be seeing. By itself. You are not the one that initiated. By itself. Because there have been divine transfer, there have been implantation. They are being impartation. See, we are Christian. We are Christian. That are no spiritual at all. Not spiritual. Praise Master Jesus. If you read the book of Ephesians, the Bible talk about that 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 we we know acceptable things. The day that people don't know acceptable thing, they don't know what is not acceptable, they just want to do everything. 
So the first thing is singing spiritual song. Praise Master Jesus. The second thing, believe me, if you live holy, you don't need to invite the Holy Spirit too much. Amen. One of the things God did me as well is this. It's a prayer play role. He said, but the best role is to take time to learn the character of the Spirit. When you have the character of the Spirit, the Spirit will, will, will just enter you. Amen. Before I go to the next point, let me show you a secret. It's a mystery. Listen. I have watched people before. There are people that are very vibrant in anything that they do. The moment they are born again, they cut that vibrancy in God. They become vibrant in the Holy Spirit. There are some people in nature they are very gentle. They are very gentle. The moment they are born again, the Holy Spirit is quickly finding expression in them. The most people that are difficult for the Holy Spirit to invade are people that are undecisive. They do everything. They do everything. They do all. If you do all, God will spew you out. With God, you have to be one with Him. And you'll find the Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Shout the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. It is very important. The third point. This is one is also serious. Everybody shout witness. Witness. Say it in Dutch slowly three times. Because I want them to understand what I'm saying. Witness. In Hebrew chapter 12, verse 1, the Bible speaks about the cloud of witnesses. Are you still here? Do you know that Jesus will come in a cloud? Jesus departed in a cloud. Anytime God speaks, He speaks in a cloud. Listen to this. Wherefore, seeing we are, wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Uh, when Jesus is coming, he is coming in a cloud. In the book of Acts, the Bible said, he was received by a cloud. So the cloud is the channel where 
Christ went to heaven is the channel where Christ is coming back. The Bible said, the Lord shall appear in a cloud. So it is that cloud that all of us will meet him. But it is only witnesses will go to the cloud. When you talk about cloud of witnesses, it's actually talking about the heroes of faith. It means that we are not just a believer. We are a witness. Oh my God. Isaac was the witness in Abraham's life that God lived. Praise Master Jesus. The fire Elijah caught from heaven was one of the witnesses in Elijah's life that God is alive. Anytime we see witness is an evidence that God is alive. Praise Master Jesus. When Jesus did miracle in John chapter 2, it is a witness that his father lived. We should be scared when there is no witness. Because the word of God, after preaching it, is supposed to bring witnesses. It's supposed to bring evidence. Hallelujah. The Bible did not call them believers. The Bible called them cloud of witnesses. So what is bringing witness? The thing that brings witness is power. You shall receive power. After the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be a witness unto me. You shall be a witness unto me. Without power. You are just a lecturer. Without power, you are just a preacher. Without power, you are just a Christian. Without power, you are just a believer. But when power adds to your faith, you become a witness. So everybody you see in the heroes of faith, the reason why they are cloud of witnesses, they did not just believe that we a notable miracle in everybody's life. There was something that they have done that makes them a witness. Who do you want to talk about? You want to talk about Moses? Moses split the Red Sea. Moses was a man of the spirit. Was a man from the Christ. Hello. You want to talk about Gideon? Gideon was a man of war. He had so many victories. So In Hebrew chapter 11, you want to talk about Sarah? The womb was dead. 90 years old. The impossibility become possible. All those miracles was their witnesses. They did not just believe God. Am I communicating? All of them. The reason why the Bible called them the cloud of witness, there is something that their believers have done. There is something that their faith have done. Now, hear me clearly. Many of them was not apostles. Many of them were not pastors. Many of them were not prophets. They were just a believer. And there are things that in the Bible that scare me. Cloud of witness. It is a cloud of believers. They have something. Listen, 
als we nu naar huis gaan. You are sleeping. En daar naar huis gaat. Een angel just woke. En de engel maakt school wakker. He said, I am sent by God. En hij zegt, ik ben gestuurd. That is witness. Dat is een getuigenis. Let me tell you. You will die. For ten days you won't sleep. And forever you will not forget. See, may we not be a casual Christian. May we become a witness. May we become a witness. In the name of Jesus. Go back to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. We we also compass about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin who do easily beset us. Let us walk in patience. The race that is set before us. Continue. The author and the finisher of our faith, over the joy that was set before him and the cross. Despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Now, go back. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross? So, all of us, we have something we must endure. Because there is a joy also that is set before us. Now, you see. It is the joy of the Lord. When Christ will come back, it is the end of every soul. To, the, to everyone that make it. When they say end of sorrow, it is the end of every pain, end of every sorrow. So whatever you are passing through now, it should not Amplified in a way that it makes you to forget about the true relationship you have with God. Amen. Because if you allow that, it will affect your love for God. Amen. And if you affect your love for God, you may lose the fire. Praise Master Jesus. He said, Let us. For the joy that is set before us, he said he endured the cross. There is something that you and I must endure. Listen, man. These days, the past some few years now, so many things have been revealed to me. I ask myself. So this journey is like this. There are many people you look up to. Even great men that we look up to. So many of them. If it is not almost all of them. There are things in which God could do for them. That God never did. I know you will, you will respond like that. And anytime you respond like that, 
in the spirit. Ik denk dat je echt een kind bent in de geest als je zo reageert. See, I know a man. Ik ken een man. You and you and you and me. We are looking up to him. But he don't have a child. Yes. When I listen to him, I almost cry. I know another big man of God. His children died. And no one recently, few days ago, was doing a mega crusade. His child died not for three years. In the crusade, he's raising dead. Everybody shout mystery. How God, how can you use me to raise a dead and my own child die? Why? Like, I think it was like 13 years, I don't know. Somebody died in the church. He came to tell me. He said, that man that died, can the pastor pray for him to rise? I told him, yes, it's possible. Do you know why I'm talking about this? There was also something that Jesus also wants that God also did not grant him. You don't know the reason I'm telling you. So, there will be something if you allow it that is something that this one, God, I trust you and I leave it for you. As for you, nothing will separate me from you. That is the mentality. Because Let me tell you, those was the mindset of people like Abraham. God was talking to him almost every day. This guy don't have a child. God will tell me you will be the father of many nations. I am old. I believe that. Abraham concluded that Eliezer would take place. That is why God told him that, listen, Eliezer will not be your head. Because God was reading his heart. Let me conclude. Before I take questions. If you want to see the Lord, you must be ready to endure the cross. Hello? Endure what? The cross. That is why I put this question. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross? Because he was, he know that there's a joy ahead. So he endured the cross, despising the shame. And, uh, and he sat down on the right hand of the throne of God. Here was the joy. But he had to endure. He has to despite the shame. Praise Master Jesus. I was watching a program that he did in South Africa. He did 
prophet went there four days ago as he was preaching he said there are pastors here you went to voodoo place to go and look for power he said come out now he said if I don't pray for you you will die you saw it almost ten of them ran out do you know what happened to them they don't endure you don't understand this they don't what endure you know that you can fast and pray God does not mind you and by the time he will tell you God is like that you can fast and pray and say God bless me with ten handkerchiefs I'm giving an example. For months, that's what we are praying for. After six months, he will stand up and in the chair. That was his answer. He don't answer your handkerchief. He says, stand up and go in the chair. So as you stand up and in the chair, power will fall everywhere. Because you obey what he said. And people will say, Look at him, he's a powerful man of God. Meanwhile, you yourself will need that catch it. God has a Mistress. When Abraham went to Egypt, and God shot every womb of the house of Abimelech, and God was fighting for Abraham. A whole king that Abimelech run to Abraham and start begging and said, Why do you want to kill us? And he called meeting. And he called everybody. He said, This man, this woman is surely his wife. Nobody should touch this man and touch his wife anymore. He caught a portion in Egypt. He gave it to Abraham. Even Abraham said, No, I will pay. He said, No, we will give you for free. Take everything. Because he saw Abraham as a powerful man. The God of Abraham appeared unto him. But Abraham did not have a child. You don't get it. I'm trying to tell you that. God will be using you, and the presence of God can be there. And it can still be shouting. And you're asking God that God is not giving you. Why I'm telling you this is that never let anything make you to miss your relationship with God. If it pleases God to bruise you, say yes, sir. If it pleases God for you to be like that, say yes, sir. We love God when we are down. We love God when we are up. We love God when we are sleeping. We love God when we arrive. This that God does for us does not demand our love for God. That is how to make it. That's how to make it. That's how to make it. And let me close this way. Possibly. At the end, God will still keep that. But I'm talking about endure. Endure. The Bible says, endure the cross. What is your cross? You know it. 
Listen. Endure it. Your cross should not give you another direction. Yes. Your cross should not give you options. That means don't compromise. If you are praying to God about it, it's enough. He know about it. If he do it, glory be to God. If he did not do it, glory be to God. But your relationship with him is number one. If you are a person like that, you will meet him when he appears in the cloud. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Put your hand together for Jesus. So, I'm pausing now. I want to take questions. Now, today is Bible study. And let us make it Bible study. I've did now for like one hour, 15 minutes. Do you learn anything? 